This episode is for you if you are feeling like you'd want some validation or support or reassurance that you might be in the right place at the right time. If you're feeling out of control or having a lot of emotions, a lot of things shifting and it's hard or confusing or you might feel crazy, this episode's for you. It's a reminder to be where you are, release certain beliefs that may be causing layers of suffering, as well as dip into the balance of heart and mind where it's safe to venture in to the unknown. The Embody Podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. So I am in the middle of what I would call a lot of dismantling, a feeling of dismemberment, things pulling itself apart. I described it the other day as like plaster on the walls, cracking and falling to the ground. And maybe I am sledgehammering them as well. And things are just falling to the floor. And for several days I was in pieces, even though I was still trying to keep adulting things, (laughs) keep doing things in my life that I needed to do and wanted to do all with the backdrop of this grief, pain, sadness, confusion, uncertainty of what was happening And while I was experiencing that, I did want to know what was going on. My mind was like trying to make sense of it as most people try to do. And I knew I could trust the emotions, just leaning into the feelings and letting them reveal itself instead of trying to use my mind to um, force through what was coming. And in the midst of this, I had been hearing other people around me in my life, um, in my world, saying a similar thing. And I'm just recognizing how much that's happening for many people. It may not be happening for everybody or for you, but this episode is really for those times where you feel like you're either having an existential crisis or you're not quite sure why you're feeling X, Y, and Z and your external world or the things that are going on in your situation aren't exactly matching up to how you feel inside. You could even be in the most beautiful, awesome situation that you even created for yourself or something you accomplished or just having some space for yourself and you know you want that, you know you wanted whatever it is that's here and have some uncomfortable feelings happen inside. Someone mentioned to me feeling out of control and feeling like they were overreacting for no reason 
that they couldn't source the reason to which they were feeling a bunch of sadness. It didn't make sense to, as to why they were feeling this way, and that made them feel a bit crazy. What's interesting is when we do feel like we've either shifted into a safer place or um, are celebrating some accomplishment or have achieved something or had some time to ourselves, some maybe much needed time even, that's often when our nervous system says, oh, okay, it's a little safer. Like we have a little more safety inside to feel the other stuff that's been waiting to be felt. The other stuff that has wanted your attention. The nervous system needs a level of safety to be able to have the capacity to feel what the uncomfortable stuff is. So it can often bring it forward when, when the situation gives another, another notch of that safety. So as a collective, it almost seems like one of the things we may be doing is dropping into this unknown. There are a lot of things breaking down in our society, a lot of things that are being destroyed, not working, things that we are calling out and saying, this is not working, it needs to happen differently. And when we break something down that has been longstanding, especially for that long, we need to drop into the unknown to create something different. Because we don't want to create something from the same place that it already was, the same energetic space, usually. I mean, sometimes you might want to do that. But most of the time, if we want a shift or transition or transformation, there has to be some space where we don't, where we dismantle or destroy or things shift so much that it becomes a place where we are unfamiliar in that territory. And that is the new place. That's the signifier that you've made it into some other space, some other other energetic space from which something new can form. Something truly collaborative with your desires in this moment rather than working from the past. And there may be layers of things that are woven into that that are yet to be learned but there's some level of uncertainty not knowing so i believe that many people are learning to navigate the unknown differently i certainly am and have gone through iterations and iterations of that over and over and over again and most recently some of the ways that I've learned to um, shed ideas of monogamy in order to find a truer version of myself that turned into ethical non-monogamy, I've also been shedding now those ideas, the ideas of ethical non-monogamy, so that I can come to, oh, neither construct actually quite matters. It's time to focus on what I want to create and cultivate in this next segment of my life. And that is causing a lot of inner pieces of me to crumble and to be seen and to grieve certain things. And when we want our mind to make sense of it, and it cannot, when we want the mind to understand it all, if we just use that, 
sometimes that creates suffering as well because the mind cannot digest it all, all the time. It's helpful when it is helpful and when the heart is clear about what it desires or what it's feeling. And it is a suffering when we force what is of the heart into the mind's computation system because it does not compute. It does not compute. And we overstress our mind then and we have a lot of thinking. Especially when we try to take what we feel or what we're uncertain of feeling even and force it into the construct of the mind that's trying to make sense of it in this sort of logical way, in this particular logical way. We need to understand the heart has its own logic and own sense-making. So if we're thinking, well, I should be happy, I'm here, I did this X, Y, and Z thing, and how come I'm feeling awful? Or how come I have this time and space, which is what I've wanted, because I've been so busy, and yet I don't feel good, I feel really anxious. So there's a shift in an entire way of being. Maybe it's the feminine, like dipping into the feminine qualities, into water, the wild unknown space, the dreamful or colorful space, an imaginative world. That is an uncontrolled, bewildering space sometimes. And if we haven't had a partner to venture into that space with us, like a support person, maybe a parent or maybe a friend or a therapist or coach or healer, if we've never really had that, then of course it's terrifying. And even when we have had that, sometimes feelings don't readily have a source. And when we get hung up on that, it can cause this level of extra suffering. And it may not be important to know the source. So my suggestion, my reminder today for myself and others is to trust a little more. Lean into the heart space. Let yourself off the hook of having to know what this is and let it reveal to you over time as you feel into it, as it digests through your body. Your body is brilliantly intelligent And with a little bit of support or safety, it can metabolize what's happening. And you may never know what happened, but you may feel differently. And I want to just acknowledge that when we can't understand something, it can feel especially scary because it's easier to accept something, it seems, for most people when we see that clear source of where it came from. Whatever we're experiencing has some proportionate response to a source. But there are so many multiple dimensions of sources that this could come from, layers and layers of our consciousness accumulating over centuries, if you believe that, and I do, over through our lineage, through this lifetime, even minute to minute, how many minutes have you already been alive? And so when those things are unintegrated and they're accumulating, it's challenging to know where that source is. And so it can be an incredible tool to be with the not knowing, be with this uncomfortable sensation or emotion and trust that our wisdom body and 
the tools we have can navigate us through that and to develop more tools that might support you in that capacity. It's a chance to reveal and heal what's there rather than think it through and try to solve it, but to let the beauty of what's underneath it all reveal itself to you and that you get to integrate that energy as that reveals. So we're carving out, possibly, you, you may or may not be carving out new territory, new tools to add to your capacities to bring more coherence that is innate. The full natural capacities that you do have can, can reveal itself. When we're in the heart and soul space, it often asks us for that trust that, okay, you may not know what this is, but here it is. So there are things that can help you through that unknown space to navigate that and to think of it rather than trying to figure out what this is, but to hold it in this space of, let me be with what is. Let me be with what's here. Let me shift so I can support myself through this experience. Let me come in and out of it so that if I feel overwhelmed, I can back off because not much can digest in that overwhelm. Let me navigate this. Let me trust and have this capacity. What tools do I have that support me through challenging feelings and emotions and sensations? In this world that's not cleaned up, in the sensing, in the quality of the visceral fleshy experience that's unnameable in the heat or the coolness or the messy where you're living and breathing and you're in it. So it may be helpful to explore what you can rely on. Some people rely on humor to bring a level of safety. Some people journal. Maybe bringing some forgiveness in, forgiveness of any judgment you have for having these emotions or for not knowing or for not understanding or for being in whatever situation you're in, for any beliefs that you hold. And it's really the forgiveness of the judgment that you have about any of this stuff because you can have any beliefs. You can live with any beliefs and there's no judgment. Getting some support, whether that's real or imagined. What I mean is having real support, like a friend, therapist, mentor, healer, someone that listens or offers you tools. And if you don't have that, maybe calling that in or imagining, if you really need it right now, imagining a person or an animal or a spiritual figure that can really give you a feeling of love or safety or presence that you need. And don't forget, you can touch your own body. Touch from head to toe and feel your own touch. This reminds your body that you have this container to experience all that you're experiencing and digest it all. And it gives a level of soothing. Maybe holding your joints or a self-hug. Giving yourself permission to be in the colorful space versus the black and white. The blending and the smudging and the messiness instead of having to know exactly what this is and package it all up. 
And asking yourself moment to moment when you need to, is this a manageable feeling? Is this becoming overwhelming? What do I need for myself? And softening into that tender space of care for your heart, for your body. There are so many experientials and meditations on the podcast that can support you with this. Um, even some of the episodes on using nature, the elements of nature to support grounding or orienting or being here, resourcing a loved one. I'm going to attach a bunch of those to the show notes, and it's going to be linked to this episode at candicewoo.com slash mm, what episode is this? Okay, it's episode 138. So com slash EP138. Wow, it's been 138 episodes plus because all the experientials too. <laughs> and you can find the experientials on the search database at com slash meditations. And all those are free. Um, so feel free to go to the link for this episode and I'm going to just link up a bunch of resources in case you're needing ideas for yourself or, or reminders. And um, this is going to be a pretty short episode. I really need to basically get in the bathtub and throw some salts all over me and throw oils all over my body. I just need to nourish. And um, this is kind of as much as I could pop in here to do given everything else that's going on for me. And um I'm appreciating that I can do this short episode and um, just pop in here and it actually feels really good to connect in. I'm just sending all of you a lot of love and um, appreciation for listening. And uh, I'm reminded by a, a new friend that I just met how also to look for bizarre and strange things that happen in your life and how bringing amusement and looking for the humor in life can be so um, yummy, yummy. So I'm going to end this episode with a poem I wrote and it's called this or better. I'm turning leaves crumble to emptiness after they have turned after they have turned color, after the moonlight howled wildly its full strength of the wolf that it draws. How beautiful the sound. After the seeds had been watered, I am turning. Say goodbye to the leaves. The necessary silence that lays its claim. A great vacuum for home with you. Thanks for tuning in today and uh, see you next time on the Embody Podcast.